This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game pilots to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks at sportsgamepodcast.com slash WinBet. So that's sportsgamepodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. Match Madness is heating up, and you need to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. It's awesome, baby. I, I don't have a vital, I don't have a vital impression. So that's what you get. So welcome to the Golf Gambling Podcast. We got the, we got the API uh, DFS preview. Uh, it's your boy, Boston Kappa, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, I'm ready for this week. I, I am, too. Uh, ready to quickly move on from the Honda. Um, unfortunately, we got some things to figure out between now and Thursday. Uh, we have a weather forecast that might really swing some things. Uh, I have a, just looking at the top of this board, I, I have a lot of question marks on a lot of guys. We kind of alluded to it yesterday about how certain guys just don't play this event, don't play a lot in Florida. So while they really look really good in the stat sheet here, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of decipher a little bit as far as like, all right, is that actually going to translate here or are some of the problems they've had in Florida or just their general avoidance of this state? Um, <laughs> is that going to be a problem? Yeah, and it's it's funny. So, like, it, uh, on Twitter today, like, you see a lot of, like, plus history is pretty fucking important. Yeah, like, more important than I thought based on some trends anyway, right? Mm. Trends are meant to be broken. But, yeah, I saw some interesting ones. It's like uh, uh, they got they, they got at least the top 17 in their last in an appearance here, or top five in an appearance here. Like, it, it's, it's interesting. But I feel like the field's changed so much now because it's an elevated event. Like, does that trend stick? Does that, does that make sense? No, it, it does make sense. I mean, there's a lot of guys in this field, especially like above like $8,000 that usually just skip this thing. Right. Um, like I know Jordan Spieth, he has, I think, one, one. appearance here, but it's yeah. a really good finish. Yeah. Uh, Xander doesn't come here often. Patrick Cantlay is his first time playing here. Yeah. Uh, Finau's played it a couple times, but overall he tends to kind of avoid the Florida scene. Um, JT's only played once. So, yeah, it is. It's a little difficult, I think, to figure out as far as like, you know, and with, with this, this, you know, we talked about a little bit last night too, with this event, um, it was really on the downswing towards like the mid 2010s and then Arnold Palmer died. And then they kind of said, okay, you know, guys will come back on her Arnie. Yeah. And then they made an elevated event. So I think the PG tour kind of made this important. It was one that was, might've actually met the fate of the Honda. If the PG tour didn't actually step in at that point. Um, right. So it's it's not a favorite of a lot of these professionals. Uh, you heard about la- you heard it last year about guys complaining. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting with this many studs in the field, and then especially for DFS. Like, if the weather is what it is, I know everybody gets on and talks about like wave stacking. Like, I feel like you almost have to fucking if the weather holds the way it is now, you almost have to you have to wave stack. Like the, the Friday afternoon is gonna be such fucking carnage. It's just going to be horrific if it stays away. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's probably going to be maybe like a, well, I mean, I, I'm trying to think like, when do they actually start playing? It's probably around 7 a.m. because uh, the East Coast time. Yeah. And they're going to have to yeah. probably, um, you know, start that early because it is going to be difficult chance that they'll get all their, all the players. And all the, all the, although it, it is a limited field, though. There's less players than last week. Though. They'll still find a way to not finish the rounds on time. It's been how many weeks in a row? Like, it's so frustrating. It's been a lot. It's fucking unbelievable. Like, listen, you talk about baseball being fucking slow. The new shit with the pitch clock now, that shit looks great. We need to, figure, we need to enforce fucking time on these guys. Like, like, you don't get fucking three minutes to fucking waggle and fucking shimmy shag and fucking and take 9,000 fucking practice swings, step away from the ball. Get irritated at the crowd for fucking sneezing. Get back in. Step back out. Take fucking four minutes a shot. It's insane. Like mm-hmm. it, like baseball, like in spring training, looks so much different. It looks like the game that I watched as a kid. There's not going to be any more three and a half, four hour games. It's going to be a watchable product. Like golf, like if you're not like a like a freak like we are, like golf, like you you would you would be so frustrated watching these guys. You'd be like, what is he doing? Why is he taking so long? Like I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever. So you're saying that Patrick Kelly would incur a lot of uh, uh, strikes by the umpire at that point? Yeah, for taking yeah, time? yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, Probably. they have the rules are in place, right? Where they have a time limit, they get put on the clock, and then they start getting um, they start getting penalized, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's 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 what's happening. Enforce it. They want to. All these players want to enforce the. It's a burrowed hole rule, and fucking uh, a fence that I hit it six hundred yards left of is a, a movable or a movable object. Let's ha- let's put the time in play. Let's make them start fucking playing quicker. Like, yeah. don't give me the. Well, you don't know what it's like to line up. For a five hundred thousand dollar putt, you're right. I don't, and that's part of the game. You're supposed to be able to do it quickly, and that's what makes it even more fucking difficult. No, it's it, the only ones with balls seems to be the RNA. They actually put people on the clock, and Augusta National. Although I think you have to be a foreigner in order to be put on the clock. <laughs> so, all right. With that, uh, why don't we transition to uh, the top of the board for DraftKings? I mean, so I, I, I'm looking at these guys. Um, a giant spread. Uh, between Rom, Sheffer, Rory, and then everybody else. I mean, you see it on the odds boards, just like, you know, just for betting. I mean, yeah. all those guys are about 10 to 1 or under. Rom is 7 to 1. Sheffler is like 9 to 1. Rory's like 10 to 1. And then a giant gap to, you know, home, uh, more power, like 18, 20. And you see that in the pricing here. It's, it's a, I guess I'm maybe a little caught off guard because it's instantly the spread in DraftKings pricing has been all this extreme, I guess, since we kind of, got to this new territory as far as like different fields and you know, yeah. these guys just winning a lot. So I guess it's going to come down to, um, you know, just looking at ownership right now, uh, you know, taking weather aside, um, Rom is getting the less, less least amount of ownership because it seems like that's the hardest way to build the lineup yep. um, by eating 11, five, and then having to pretty much skip the next, you know, seven, eight, nine guys pretty much in order to fill still a competent yeah, lineup. Definitely. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And, and Rory's the mega chalk. And, you know, I talked about it last night. Like, you, you, like well, Ron was squirrely with his driver too, right? But, I mean, I don't know, man. Pretty lackluster performances the last couple times out by Rory. Like, is he, right. is he, is he worth the price? I know, his, I know his tournament history here, but the last two times was just the top 10. So is, is you know, is 25% Rory at that price? Is it? Is it worth them to, to jam in your lineup? So I, like I, I did Rory and to see if I could get Rory and uh, the guy I like in the nine thousands and still get a competent lineup, and I was able to, and I didn't even have to dip down into the sixes. Okay. Um, and so I think the exercise would be what can you do with Rom? Like if you wanted to use Rom, but like I said, like I, he he worries me a little bit. Like he he hasn't played here a bunch, and like I said, that 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 driver was not his main weapon. His main weapon was his. Pop- Man, he was fucking draining everything. Well, so last well, last year's tournament, though, remember around this time, that was when Rom was struggling around the greens and was his putter. I, I believe his ball striking here was actually pretty good, yeah. but that was just when, like, whenever you get to a tournament where there's a low green regulation rate and you're struggling around the green, you're going to struggle this place. He still finished yeah, what T seventeen. Yeah. Still finished what T seventeen, yeah. anyways. Yeah. So yeah. now that that game that's been shored up a little bit, although his last twelve rounds, I think he's technically losing around the green. Um, the putter is much better though. Oh my God. But I I guess this is my next point though, is when we're figuring out Rory and Rory right now, his, his problems with his putter. Um, you know, he's lost a lot of strokes the last two tournaments at Phoenix on here. Uh, he was putting pretty well before that, ever since he's come back to the United States on PG tour, it hasn't been good. I guess what I'm thinking with Rory though, is in a situation because everything else looks fine. Iron, the iron play still looks okay. Off the teeth looks fine. Around the green is fine. It's that putter. Off the off the tee was shakier to me than his iron play, especially at the Genesis. Like I don't. Okay, all right, but at Phoenix it was good, and at his last his first term of the year in the Middle East it was really good. Yeah. Okay. He he gained over a stroke per round there. He gained like point seven five there. Yeah, you're right. At the Genesis, he technically gained. It wasn't Rory standards though, but just overall. It's yeah. it's okay. The the putter has been the big issue. He lost what four strokes putting, four strokes. or three strokes of Phoenix, almost five Riviera. That's the issue right. right now. So you think about last year though at Bay Hill, no one was making putts, yeah. absolutely nobody. So if it is a tournament where no one is making putts, if Rory's ma- missing his putts, like it's not really going to matter as much now, is it? Yeah. Everybody's in with him. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, he lost so going back, he he lost a stroke last year at the API, and the week before that, he gained five at the Genesis. Right. So, I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty big difference. I mean, that's a fucking it's a, a complete inversion on what he did at the Genesis last year. Mm-hmm. 
No, it, it, it is. It just that, I mean, the field in general is struggling to make putts. Then. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. It's kind of like, I think, how how Hovland ended up gaining around the 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 green around here last year. I mean, that's a hard conversation. Yeah. But, yeah. well, he was draining a lot of stuff. But, like, I just remember watching him, like, like if, because I had a tick on Hovland, yeah. watching that final round. Like, if he missed a green, I just knew I was screwed. <laughs> but it turns out that everybody was kind everybody of screwed. Was screwed. No one was getting up and down. No one was able to make, like, an eight-foot, nine-foot putt because those greens just went to hell. So, if it yeah. is a case where everybody's struggling to make putts, then you might have been in a situation where the eye test doesn't match with Rory. Like, he's right. not making putts. But statistically, compared to everybody else, he might be only losing a little bit or maybe about field average. And if he ends up hitting the ball okay, and given how he's been good here, if he's just field average with the putter, that might be good enough to win. So is that your guy up here above 10K? You, no, you I, I, I I haven't really decided. I still think I just I just still really like Scott. I just I think I just trust Scotty. And there's a, a lot of different like as far as like everything part of his game, I think I feel like I can just trust you. Like I can trust him around the green. The driver has been great. Uh the putter has been a little better uh yeah, for him lately. Um, I mean, we just saw him back up a win in Phoenix. I mean, yep, he could technically do that again. Um, you know, it seems like, you know, the putter was really good around this time last year. That's what propelled him. The fact that it's come back, maybe if that continues, we just see it again. Uh, and I, th- I think 10, nine is a nice, happy medium between, you know, like, listen, I haven't really built a lot of ROM lineups, um, but Scheffler 10, nine, I still feel like I can get a couple guys I like up towards the top there. Um, and still feel pretty good about Scheffler. Like, I, I feel like, like you're right with Rom. If the driver's a little squirrely, although it's, it's hard to imagine like just how he's been playing. Like it, like this is the bus week, but yeah, let's say that happens. Like with Rory, if the putter continues to be an issue and maybe like on Thursday and Sunday where it's not as brutal conditions, maybe that drags him down. I feel like Scotty has a pretty decent floor. I think I can kind of bank on like at least a top 10. Um, I mean, I, and I, I do think though, with how the weather is going to be, we might end up being like a little bit more of like a random situation where the winner's not going to come from here. So right. if I can just get like a Scotty top 10 and then find the winner down, you know, the, the pricing here, I feel like I'm okay. Well, you think you would think that they would stack the, uh, I mean, what does the PGA usually do with like the stunts, right? For when are the ratings going to come in? Is it going to come in Friday afternoon, right? So they're going to put these guys going off in the morning, or are they going to they're going to do some random split, right? So like, there's going to be a bad wave of some studs, right? And are they going to put all three of these guys uh, in a morning group or an afternoon group? It's hard. It's hard, it, it's, it's hard to say. I know. That's why. I, uh, I mean, I, I think you can probably usually bank on like Rory and JT usually playing together. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe Robin Scheffler, um, you know, maybe like more Alexander. I don't know. I mean, listen, like there's a lot of really good names. There's a lot of really good feature <laughs> groups that they can make out of this right. thing. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, I, I guess we'll see. I, I guess my guy is Scotty, but we're putting we're putting a caveat on it. Like we're still waiting for the weather report, um, you know, to come down with this. So I guess stay tuned. Yeah, so I'm with you on Scotty. The only thing that worries me is where he ranks with his iron numbers over the last 24 rounds from 175 and over. He's pretty low in this field, like 94th and 101st. 101st for over 200 for proximity, okay. anyway. Right. So I'm... that 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 just worries me. But I'm with you. Like I want Scotty. Like uh, like I, I don't want to pay 11.5 for Rom. And it, I don't know. It, it did worry me, like how how his driver was going. And I don't know. It's pretty lackluster for Murray. Like I said, I know the course history here, but Andy's chalk. Like nah, no thanks. I'll pass. Okay. All right, let's, um, you want to take a break? And then we'll uh, start breaking down the 9,000 hour range where I have a lot of questions. I think everybody does. <laughs> but yeah, so listen, the WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game pallets, aka WinBets, build your own bet. Match Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win getting down to NBA, NHL, and XFL. You sign up today to receive a special offer. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks. It is limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is head over to sportsgivenpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgivenpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older in present state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you're something you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And, of course, the SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every single day. Head over to the 
store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. And listen, I mean, my all-time favorite is obviously the baby fucking whale. It's after me. So, you know, that's yes. my ego. Give me the fucking, give me, give me the baby fucking whale t-shirt. Yes, you were very well known <laughs> to the SGPN community well before this podcast. That's very true. <laughs> All right, $9,000 range. Um, why don't I let you start first? Yeah. Um, why don't you pick some of the guys you like? And then, honestly, we're, how I'm going to approach this, I might just start going right down the list and kind of saying, like, what my concerns are, what I maybe like, like pros and cons of every guy. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So, like, I'm terrified to fade Homa, but... Once again, it comes out to the wave splits because I really want to. So I don't. I'm not. I don't want to play JT. He hasn't played here. He does play well in Florida. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about JT in a little bit. Yeah. So so my guy. Like I want. I want to play Morikawa. I do. Like I, I don't know. He won concession, and I already wanted yeah. to fucking play him before we texted about that this morning. And he doesn't seem to be getting a whole lot of buzz. I mean, other than the cut at Phoenix. I mean, he. Fucking two second, third, and T six at the Genesis. His irons are fucking firing. He's gaining with his uh he's gaining with his putter a little better. The around the green shit scares the shit out of me, but I mean that's what you get with him. Like I mean, he just had a massive performance at uh Riviera around the green. I know. And so it's yeah. like it's, uh, I just wonder if he can back it up, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> it's true. Like, so it's yeah, because like, oh, Yep, because overall, though, I mean, lost a little bit of Farmers, lost a lot of Phoenix, and then yep. had a really good performance of Rip. So, yeah. Spike week. And so, right. yeah, like, like whatever, like trade out the trade out the around the green with a spike putting week and give me a, a regular around the green. Like whatever, like however you want to do it. His irons are firing, and you don't want to be in the rough here. He's huge and good drives gains. Uh, he's not super long, but he's not short. Um, yeah, man, like I, I like – I don't know, man. I just, I think it's funny that nobody's talking about him. Like I didn't, I haven't seen, I haven't seen a single outright on him on Twitter yet today. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, looking at projected ownership right now, it's early, but it does seem like he's getting some pretty significant support. Oh, he is. But but it's early. Yeah. It's early. And it changed from earlier. Like it was, it was like, it was like 12 or 13 earlier. And like uh, Willie Z it was like 25, 26. I don't know if the news that came out later this afternoon changed that ownership by 5%. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's right next to Willie Z who should be like Uber chalk, right? Like everybody yeah. wants to play him. I, I remember talking about him towards blue in the face fucking last year about here. And I think he came in like T40 or T45 or something fucking terrible. Uh, um, and yeah, I mean, so I like Will Z too. Uh, I just think he'll be, I, I, I'm going to, I want more account over Will Z as of right now. Yeah, obviously, like we said, like every every caveats with the with the split, but that's who I like. And and if I want to play a ten k guy, I can't play anybody else in this range. Okay, um, but I would not like I, I'm out on Cantlay. Uh, um, I don't. I, we let's talk. Let's let's get your thoughts on on some of the other guys because I think I'm out on JT. I'm terrified to to fade Homa. I feel like I overrate Xander now. I don't know how I became that guy. I don't even know what happened to me in the last fucking twelve months. Like it's it's disgusting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know, man. All right. So I actually am kind of starting to get in on JT. Okay. So here's the case. Okay. We made a case last. Let's talk about the house cat. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. It's come and went, I guess. There have been times where it has worked yep. for in our favor, saying that he wasn't going to contend when it was windy or anything like that. There have been times yep. that's really burned us. Yeah. So I feel like I need to separate myself from that and kind of look at just the player overall, kind of look at what are the other golf courses I've looked at. So, and then just look at like what he's been doing. So I guess if I just ask you a question, what would you say JT's biggest weaknesses have been lately? It's fucking irons. Okay. Well, okay. Well, other than the irons, like what's the one thing you've like, there's like two things you've said about JT for last like year. Oh, he's, can't fucking putt into the ocean, and he's squirrely off the tee. Okay, the putting has been a little better. Uh, it has been better. It has been better. Uh, he is except g- when you have money on him, you still have to sweat like a three foot putt. It's annoying. That's true. Uh, I mean, his three putt avoidance is relatively high, but I think a lot of that is older. But the putter has been a little better. Um, at the beginning of the year, so he was driving the ball really well. The second half of last year, the beginning of this year was not very good. That seems like that's turned around a little bit though. Off yeah. the tee has been a little better. His problems at Genesis were the irons. 
big problem. He lost uh, significantly there. Is that going to happen two weeks, two tournaments in a row? Because he was pretty good at Phoenix. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the golf courses you may already may mention of it. He's been really good in Florida. Obviously, yeah. he's got a win at Honda. He's got a win at Players. Um, he got a third at Valspar last year. Uh, he's got a couple other good finishes at Valspar. Uh, he finished 15th at Concession. Um, he's got another couple top fives at the Players and the Honda. Um, there's a lot made about how a lot of people who typically do well at Quail Hollow. Do well at Bay Hill, Rory, yeah, mostly. You know, Ricky, Ricky Fowler, he's done well at Bay Hill in here. Jason Day, winner at Bay Hill, winner at, uh, at Quail Hollow as well. So he's won at Quail Hollow. Um, there also is a decent correlation to, I mean, I'm not really sure about course fit as far as like how it's set up, but like a architect link with TBC Boston is an Arnold Palmer. So let me go through. TBC, let's just derail the podcast right now. And okay, why don't I go through the list of winners <laughs> at uh, TBC Boston? So let's pull up the Dell Technologies Championship. DJ. Yep. So DJ, who hasn't really played out here, but like before that, though. So 2018, Bryson, he mm-hmm. won at TBC Boston, won at Bay Hill. 2017, JT, mm-hmm. he won here. 2016, Rory. Rory's won twice at TBC Boston. And he's awesome here. 2015, Ricky Fowler won TBC Boston. He's got a couple top fives and top tens at Bay Hill. He's, you know, before he kind of fell off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 2014, guy you mentioned last night, Chris Kirk. He yep. won TBC Boston. Pretty good here. Uh, 2013, really Hemrick's, 2013, Hemrick Stenson. You look at his Bay Hill history from like 2010 to like 2014. He was top yeah. five pretty much every single year. So okay. there's a weird, and I actually, that, that same, uh, the year that Chris Kirk won, Billy Horschel finished second. Okay. So, and he's pretty good at Bay Hill. So there's this weird connection with TBZ Boston in this place. And you got JT who's won there. Now, but it's not, the course isn't anything like it, though. But you got similar winners and you got, sim- you got the same architect, though. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. these things are just stupid and they happen. Yeah, Maybe it it's golf. the green complexes. You know, there are some hazards there at TBZ Boston. I know it's different agronomy. Didn't but D, I, did DJ shoot like fucking minus fucking 300? Okay. <laughs> fucking, we were on 59 watts like two days. All right. Was it Scotty too? Do you deny, no, no, I was just do you deny any of the names that I mentioned? No, of course not. Okay. I'm just, Scott, I'm just, and I'm Scott, Scott, Scotty finished second at TBC Boston as well. And, and one here. Yeah, and, and so and, and that was like Scotty would have won any other week, right? Like, but DJ was just unfucking conscious. That was right. crazy. Okay, so a lot of names I just mentioned there, a lot of success, a lot of winners at Bo- TBC Boston or does well yeah. there. A lot of winners, you know, at Bay Hill. Um, so look, like you know, when JT played here in 2015, this was before he was JT. He hit the ball fine that week. It was mostly problems around the green with his putter. So I guess it's the question of, is he going to hit the ball? I think either a is the wind going to, is he really is a house cat? I don't know. Uh, is, is the irons is the struggles are going to continue. He has had a week off to kind of, you know, collect, you know, and kind of maybe fix some stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, we saw Shane Lowry. He just got back with his coach and he a, I'm talking about, no, I know, uh, no, no, I know. Yeah. Sorry. I, I know. You, you, I know he sinks here. It's the <laughs> fact that he got with his coach and fixed his iron game and, He's been great the last two weeks. Yeah. You never know with, with some of these guys. So, and he's not drawing a lot of ownership. No. Given some of the success in Florida, at Quail Hollow, TPC Boston, kind of like JT this week. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. I just feel like I've been wrong about him a bunch. And like, it could just, it could just be scar tissue. Well, you've also been right about him a lot too. I mean, at the players, at the players a couple of years ago, he drifted and you just like, all right, we're just going to bet it. And it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there was another win that he had that I think you just blindly bet and it worked out for you. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess uh I don't hate I don't definitely don't hate the ownership, right? Based on like the right. pedigree, right? Okay. Like, like that that is yeah. It's, Jesus. I mean, if he stayed at that ownership, that's stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I could I could yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So then there's other other names of question marks. I mean, Kyle Morikawa, the wind stuff. I mean, like mm-hmm. I tried I tried to look through. So at Tory Pines, that was what I was thinking of. At Tory Pines, okay. there was that Friday really, really windy conditions on the south course, and he actually did fine. Yeah. 
but then in Phoenix, he was awful for those awful. two rounds. So yeah. I don't really know what to make of that. And I know just thinking about like any time, like a lot of like windy conditions with Morikawa just it, it just has not gone well for him. Um, yeah. But then you think about he's one in Florida. That was that was dead calm though that week. Yeah. Um, he has a second place finish at TBC Twin Cities. That's an Arnold Palmer as well, but that also wasn't really too, you know, the Windy. weather wasn't crazy yeah. that week. But again, he kind of fits what you're looking for. You know, that's you know, it's a guy who's gonna hit a lot of fairways. Um, you know, it's you know, the iron play obviously is tremendous with him. Uh he did yep. just have a spike week around the green, so I know he's capable of it. Uh the putter has been a little better this year, too. Yeah. So that's the case for him. Uh, Finau, his overall track record in Florida is not that great. And he hasn't been good no. on here. Although, so you wonder if it's the Bermuda with him. And actually, that hasn't really been the case lately for him. So his 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 recent Bermuda results. Mm-hmm. So going back to last year, uh, fifth at uh, TBC Southwind, where he gained uh, putting that week. Uh, ninth the Tour Championship, he gained putting on those greens. One in Houston. Those are all Bermuda. He's been pretty good down to Albany. Those are the same greens as we're going to say here. Seventh at Kapalua. Those are the same greens as well. Okay. So I'm not necessarily sure. I mean, you could be looking at a lot of his Bay Hill history. Not very good. Is a little bit mostly around the putter there. And maybe he's, he's fixed it. Because everything else, other than the fact that he kind of get a little wild off the tee, um, he kind of checks a lot of boxes you know, for that. But he just hasn't been good here. You know what's funny is I just clicked just the windy ass fuck. Uh, one and Finau went from where was he at before? Where he, wherever he was at before in the model, I'll tell you in a second. He went all the way to number one. <laughs> he clicked windy as fuck. He went from seven to one. Morikawa went from two to forty. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing with Morikawa. I know yeah. it really is. There's a reason why he lost U.S. Open last year. It's because he got windy on Saturday. Oh, I know. But so so the windy thing with Finau. I mean, I think a lot of it might be. Um, at Houston, it was really windy last year. Oh yeah, and he I was about he that. was awesome. Like I know, like yeah. like like people love to knock that tournament because he didn't play against anybody that week, but he just crushed everybody. And it was oh, a it was difficult great. golf course. Yeah, it was, at dude, that, that was point, a great tournament. Yeah, like 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 good players. If you're in that crappy field, like you're expected to win by five or six, and he won by five or six. Like it just <laughs> exactly. it didn't matter that point. Like he was what? Like was he like seven he was four back? Was he like seventeen under when like the like the field average is shooting like two over or something? Yeah, like yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh god, that was such a good outright win. I'm so happy about that. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, humble brag. Um, <laughs> you got two question marks with Xander and Cantlay. Uh, yeah. Xander, he's got that rogue second place finish at the players, and then you know I think he's no. got like a 12th place finish at Valspar. Other than that, it's nothing really to write home about in Florida. The Patrick Cantlay stuff, like he purposely avoids Florida. It, yeah. it, it it can't be. There's no question about that. So, I have him for a second at Valspar, and that's the last time he played Valspar, like ever. Um, and then it's just the players. Yeah, that's it. Um, missed the cut at Quail Hollow in 2021. That's a Bermuda tee to green golf, or that's well, actually, it's Rye overseas, but it's a Bermuda greens. Missed. And what do we there. say about Can? And what do we say about Canlay? Like. He doesn't show up in majors, so elevated events, they're not majors, but they're fucking big boy events, so maybe it's just... I mean, he did just on his fourth at Riviera, right? He, I guess, but was that really competitive? That was like a... Like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was kind yeah. of mixed. Yeah. But still, like, the, there's something with Cantley and Florida. Oh, yeah, definitely. It just, it just doesn't mix. And, like, and like, like, the opposite of, like, Tony Finau is when you actually look at when, like, he goes to Southwind or he goes to like Eastlake or something. Like he struggles around the greens. He struggles with the putter too. Like it's, it's a thing. Like the only real like Bermuda golf course I've seen him actually do well at is probably Kapalua mm. where he actually puts well there. So same greens, but regardless, like the fact you just avoid Bay Hill in Florida is, is kind of weird. Um, and then Hovland, like is the around the green game starting to go really bad again? I mean, it just three straight really bad tournaments, um, statistically he was okay at Genesis, but the eye test definitely didn't like make it seem like that. Correct. Again, I guess if you want to make a case for Hobland, if it's like last year where just no one's getting up and down anyways, 
and he's hitting the ball well. He's just make you know gaining more greens than everybody else. Is that enough to make it much of a difference? Yeah. Um, potentially, you look at some of the other golf courses. You look, you know, I looked at this week as far as like where he's done well. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but I like I, I no, think this fine. is pretty important to go through the nine thousand hour race because yeah. like, there's in my mind there's no slam dunk. Um, no, but ninth, but ninth at TBC Sawgrass, second at Bay Hill, third at Quail Hollow, third at Valspar, second at Concession. So, thirteenth um, at TBC Twin Cities. That was the year that you know the Morikawa, Matthew Wolf year. I wish so a lot of success in like like Florida, correlated like cross call courses to guys who had success there and success at Bay Hill. It's tempting. It's tempting. It is, kind of, it is kind of tempting because he just he just he blew it at. The Phoenix, he absolutely fucking was just trash yeah. around the greens. Oh yes. Um, I mean, he probably he probably, yeah. probably should have won Pebble. I mean, he, oh, he, yeah. the term was right there for the taking. He, he, he I know. know. Uh, wasn't that great century, but he won it in Albany. But we don't have any stats from that. Yeah, we don't have any stats from Zozo. He was fifth there. We don't have any stats from Mayakoba. He was tenth there. Yeah. So, like on paper, like the iron play's been good. Off the tee's been excellent. Right. Yeah, it's hobbling. So long and straight. Yeah. I'm going to have to dig in a little bit because I think I saw a number with a three, maybe a four. Uh, I think he can, he can still get a three in front of his name this week in the outright market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So that's basically, and, and then throw all this, you know, all the questions <laughs> I just laid out there, and you have a weather split. That we <laughs> so, I, I guess at this point, I kind of made pros and cons of everybody. Yeah. Um, Listeners, if you just want to decide for yourself based on what I said, go for it. But I, I mean, it's, I'm sorry we're not giving a lot of actionable decisions right now, but there's a lot riding on the line based on that weather forecast where guys get their tea times. And we just don't know that right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I made a good case for JT. I mean, I make a lot of good cases and it blows up in my face. I made a good case for Thomas Dietrich and Eric Van Royen too. And uh, look what happened last week. Yeah, that's fair. So. I'm not I'm not perfect, but I can make a damn good case. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Um, all right. So are you jump into the AK range? You want to take another break? Um, why don't we take another break and then um, we'll go through the AK, 7K, and any dumpster dives you want to do? There's a couple dives. There's gonna be one guy who I know you're gonna. Okay. Cool, but I don't care. Um, so uh, listen, we're also brought to you guys by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for offseason NFL best ball drafts, and they got you covered for a ton of other daily games, uh, including the NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay, and we're also watching by Piper Golf Ball. So, you know, right now you're trying to get ready for your, uh, the golf season. Uh, unfortunately, if you're in New York right now, you're going to wait a little bit longer because we got cold and we got snow on the ground. But if you're, you know, in Florida with Capper, um, for Capper is, you know, you've been golfing for a while. Yep. You're going to lose a lot of golf balls being in, uh, you know, in Florida golf course, a lot of water in it. So you probably go to the store, you grab a premium ball, cost a little bit with your wallet. But so why do that and pay a little extra more when you get another golf ball with that performance just as well? Uh, as the premium golf balls for a lot less. And that's Piper golf balls. And, and they tailor made a line of golf balls right to your handicap. They have a little chart on their website um, that basically shows you which line and, and brand of golf balls, right? For you. So uh, they got their green line of golf balls. That's for your higher handicaps. You know, when you're a higher handicap golfer, usually you don't have as high of a swing speed and you lose distance off the tee. Well, they got, you know, extra distance gains built into the ball to kind of help you get you a little bit more out there. They'll help you lower your scores a little bit because you're a little closer to the green. Uh, they got their line of blue uh, golf balls as well. That's for your five to 15 handicaps. Um, you know, it's a little less spinny off the tee. So even if you have a little bit off center hit, it's not going to go too far offline. Uh, it's a nice soft feel. It's got a little bit distance gains uh, as well. It's really going to help you out if you're a mid handicapper. Uh, they got their uh, line of black golf balls. That's for your scratch handicappers do a 12 handicap. It's got a little higher spin. Uh, so it's a little bit more for like, you know, like a higher launch, softer landing on the, uh, the greens there. Uh, it's got boosted distance gains as well, just like the green and the blue line of balls. But the premium ball, though, the one that can really stand up to the, you know, Pro V1 or uh, the Callaways uh, is their gold line of balls. That's for a handicap that's got, you know, for, for guys who are less than a seven. This is your Pro V1 equivalent. I got it right here. It's a four-piece urethane golf ball. It looks and feels just like a Pro V1, you know, the same weight and everything. 
Um, what really makes it stand out, though, is that it has really good control around the green. It's got a really high spin rate uh, on your approach or your around the green game. Help you get close to the pin. And that's really a quick way to help everybody lower the scores is, you know, you can go to the driving range, you can hit driver, you can hit your irons. But if you really want to lower your scores quickly, get a hold of, you know, your performance around the green and you're going to see your uh, scores go down. And the gold golf ball right here can help you do that. So go to piper.golf slash GGP. You can get 10% off on your first order using promo code GGP. You can opt to subscribe or receive scheduled shipments on golf balls at a 50% discount. And for any ship orders over $50, you get free shipping on it. So go to piper.golf slash GGP and lower your scores today. And then uh, we want to thank everybody uh, who's watching us on YouTube. Make sure you uh, click the subscribe button and catch us every week. Uh, on YouTube, going over every single tournament. You're on mute, buddy. Sorry. Yes, I didn't want to. Didn't want to interrupt your uh, beautiful ad read. I said, Thank yeah, you. Every every single tournament. You know. Uh, you know. You're not the uh, only salesman. Uh, <laughs> that's right. There you go. That's right. All right. Well, because we, well, we spent like a half hour on about twelve golfers. Uh, we probably yeah. should just go. Whatever they mean. Whatever. See. Yeah, we can just we can just we can just burn through. Okay, so um, I mean, so unfortunately, the guys I like are chalk. Uh, okay. I mean, because it's you know a combination of they've been really good here. They fit a lot of things you're looking for. Um, so all right, so Sung J M obviously really good here. He's got two top five finishes. You know, I think two third place finishes in a row. Last week, uh, the Iron Game was not sharp at all at the Honda Classic, but that could that's just a couple water balls, which you know can happen again, but. At Honda, that can happen. Off the tee, he was still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, around the green, still looking pretty good there. So I think I'm just going to trust the fact that, like, you know, I think off the tee, I trust he's going to be in the fairway. We're not that far away from really good iron performances either. Obviously, he looks really good between 150 and 225 and scores well from that range as well. So um, I think I'm just going to trust the fact that, um, you know, last week he was not potting very well. Maybe it's an aberration. Um, scores really well on the par fives. Maybe I'll just go with that. Um, yeah. Jason Day is really drawing a lot of ownership, which is disappointing because I really like Jason Day this week, uh-huh. um, which is dangerous because I'm, just, I'm I'm waiting for Jason Day to basically pop. But three top tens, man. I mean, what's not to like? That's a Good thing. Just three three yeah. top tens. Got a like... win here. One of the players. He's won at Quail Hollow. Yeah, a couple other top five finishes of players, really solid history at TBC Boston, including a second place finish in 2010, a seventh in 2014, a third in 2011, uh, some decent finishes at Valspar too. So you talk about a guy who just likes playing really good golf in Florida. You know, obviously you got some crossover between success and quail house success here, you know, around the green, pretty good uh, off the tee. He's been really killing it. Like not only with just the distance gains, but he's hit a lot of fairways too. That's really important. Uh, obviously a good putter, low three putt avoidance rates. Um, you know, I, the other than the fact that he's popular in DFS, like, you know, maybe he's just an outright play for me. Oh, you can't bet him at 30 to one or whatever the fuck he is. I mean, I can find a 35 Stop. to one. Why not? Stop it. Okay. Well, you wanted to bet. I thought we were going to be judgment free this week as far as uh, who we we're going to bet outright. Wait, I thought you said I couldn't make fun of you for was it day? <laughs> I mean, I, I th- how about just how about just in general? <laughs> fine, just in okay. general. Fine. All right, fine. fine. Um, again, Keith Mitchell <laughs> is also popular, and I like him too. Yeah. Uh, great Florida history, great history here. Yeah. Uh, I, the fact that he, I remember saying a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about the Riviera and how Lee Hodges is up there and Keith Mitchell is up there. I'm like, all right, Lee Hodges is going to fade. Um, yep. But Keith Mitchell, I thought, was the guy who can go toe-to-toe, and he did. He went toe-to-toe with all those guys. You know, still got a top-five finish. Um, you know, uh, you know, so he spiked a little bit with around the green. Other than that, has been all that su- successful. But driving, he's been awesome. You made You pointed this out a couple weeks ago about how like he's just hitting a ton of fairways. Yeah, man. He's hitting really great out there. Um, you know, always pretty good on Bermuda. Yep. I, you know, what scares me with him is that his three-putt avoidance is usually is pretty bad. But we'll see. 
Um, yeah. Scores well on the par fives. Yeah. I just, I, I think about like, like what his career trajectory could be. Maybe he's becoming like a Gary Woodland type. He was a little bit of a late bloomer. Like he got a, like Woodland yeah. got a win early in his career, kind of fell off a little bit, but then like started in his thirties, got a little bit more confidence in his game. You know, he didn't end up winning a major until he was 35. And, you know, now we're seeing Mitchell have a lot of really good quality finishes now. Okay. Maybe this is like a Gary Woodland trajectory and Woodland's been really good here. So yeah. maybe that's something to kind of monitor. So I like that. Th- those are my guys. Um, I guess if you, I kind of make it a case for Rory up there, if you want to make a similar case for Spieth, as far as if no one's making putts, then no. So, okay. Not, I, 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 no, I think, I think, I think I agree with that. Cause he, he's been really squirrely off the tee as well. Yeah. So okay. that can be a problem, but if he has that under control, I can see a path where, yeah, his putter has been awful, but if everyone's missing putts, he, the problem is, is could, the problem is, is he misses the fucking three and a half foot putts. That's true. Which is not, it's, it's not, it's not the, it's not the 10, 12, 16, twenties. It's the three and a half. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Yeah. Cam young, who I guess technically could do a Bryson impersonation, but man, he's been awful around the grounds and awful with bad. butter. And he also has stopped being like really deadly accurate or like relatively accurate for as long of a hitter he is. It's right. kind of been spraying it. And that's, I don't think that's a good recipe here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Fitzpatrick, there's something going on with him. I know. I, Cause I really, I like, I, that was somebody who I was looking to bet outright and like, whatever. I'll, I, the ownership play, maybe. I don't know, man. There, you're, I, what, you, what, you want you, me to speculate about what I think is going on with him? Yeah. So you saw it a little bit with Bryson about how all oh, the swing speed, you did the speed training and then the iron play kind of goes to hell. Yeah. Cause originally Bryson like off the tee and irons were like awesome for like yeah. six months. And then the iron play really started to get bad. Maybe that's happening with him. There's also injury concerns as well. Like, like, but, but overall though, even the last 50 rounds, he's underwater with, you know, the irons. Yeah. Um, the pro, the, if you want to make a case for Fitzpatrick, if it's, if it's really difficult to hit greens yeah. and the fact he can get up and down is, is okay. I mean, Bryson, I think he even yeah. came to this tournament without really good iron play and he won. Yeah. yeah. So but it, it's, it's concerning to see just really, really poor iron numbers from Fitzpatrick. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I agree. So like, he's a he's a maybe. I can't get up to him anyway with most of my bills. Most of the guy, most of my decisions are coming um, between two chalk two chalk guys, one no no chalk guy. So Terrell had obviously super chalk uh, played really well over in Europe. Did do so well. Genesis did great at Phoenix. Obviously, great course history here. Plays Florida really well. Um, if you can differentiate yourself somewhere else, and you're not super chalk. I don't hate playing Hatton. Um, and then by, I think by, by the way, really can, I, can, I, can I just uh, ask a question? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can I ask a question? Sure. No, because you're, you're the pol- finger, you know, at the finger on the pulse on social media. Are people making the the Wentworth argument again? Remember that? Nah, I haven't seen that. Nah, That's all gone now. Yeah, yeah, I think that one's okay. gone. I think that one's gone. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I was I was gonna say, and this is a conversation <laughs> from Shane Lowry. I wonder why people aren't talking about Shane Lowry because he just won at Wentworth. So. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I didn't think about that. I forgot about that until you just said it. I didn't see. Well, maybe that'll bring it back then. I was never a believer in it, but I know that anytime people would talk about Hatton, like, oh, you want a Wentworth? Wentworth, exactly. Sure, sure. Uh, Tree lined English old (laughs) golf course to uh, Florida. (laughs) Well, but his course sister here is good. He loves Florida. Um, Mm. I don't know. He's somebody I trust with a putter, too. you know, I don't think he can win, but 8,300, I think he can show good here. Um, and I think Burns is interesting. Super low ownership for him. Obviously, you put him on Bermuda, you want to play him. Uh, Cotton Phoenix look good in, uh, oh, not Cotton, Cotton Genesis look good in Phoenix, look good at the Amex. But prior to that, kind of kind of shaky. A little squirrely off the tee. His long irons aren't, aren't a, terrible. A little squirrely. I think he's a little squirrely. A little squirrely. A lot squirrely. A little squirrely. Irons haven't been all that great either, but you're right. I no, mean, his, his 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 long irons have not been good at all. But like, I, yeah. this is more of a this is the same thing with like a pedigree play for me. Like, it's like, all right, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like we like I remember when I texted you, was it where, where he got cut at Genesis? I was cussing him out, yeah. and uh, 
as he only wins easy tournaments. And you pointed out to me, he does not only win easy tournaments. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah like, was, like that. Remember that colonial final round? He got really super windy. Yeah. Yeah. You think about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I like him, especially if his ownership stays low. I like Keith Mitchell too, but I think he's more of an outright player or a bet play for me. Okay. Um, I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can take down a field like this. He might be able to though, because I he really is a fucking stud off the goddamn tee, and he's on Bermuda too. Like, yeah, like he's another guy I really like. But like, seriously, the way I'm building, if I go one ten, one nine, I can get up to like, I mean, I can probably dick around a little bit, and maybe get up to day. But yeah, yeah, that 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 eighty nine to eighty five hundred range is fucking typically dead for me. I think I, I I want man, I would love if Rom, Scotty, and Rory all got the fucking bad wave, and I could just skip that and fucking just make a sexy ass lineup with a bunch of nines and eights. Oh, that would be pretty nice. What about, um, you know, Tom Kim, he's kind of lost a little shine there. Yeah. I, I think I agree. I I think with how punishing the rough is, uh, and he hasn't been driving it all that great lately. He lost his accuracy. Yeah. So with how punishing the rough is, he's so short. Um, that might be a problem. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm with you on that. And I don't try, I don't trust Decky. Uh, if if anything, I take his silly betting number. Uh, I wouldn't play him with DFS. Um, okay. Yeah, that's the, that's the entire eight K range. There so for the for the for the seven K range, let's not go through the whole thing because there's okay. too many of them. Let's grab uh, grab a handful of guys you want to either have questions on, or you really like, or that you don't want to touch at all. Okay. Um, so Sahit Tagala. Okay. He keeps playing this game of like awesome tournament, bad tournament, awesome tournament, <laughs> bad does. tournament. Yep. And we're on that track again because he just came in an awesome tournament at Riviera. He wasn't very good at Phoenix. Awesome at Torrey Pines. We're due for the down week with him. Yep. Um, but man, that's another guy who just is really good around the green, decent putter. Yep. Uh, his proximity and his irons have been good. Just off the tee, he is so wild. <laughs> yep. That. I mean, you got to miss in the right spots. No, nope. but you can do it. Um, I don't know. It's just it's interesting to me that about how he just like is so up and down. I, I think that's why he's just. It never seems like he's popular because everybody's so reliant on these stat models, and like he has some really ugly data. Yeah, like just packed in the last fifty <laughs> rounds. Yeah, like surrounded by really elite stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to figure out. Yeah, he's he's way more popular on the uh, on the outright betting card than he yeah. is in DFS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like he shows up too, like on something like golf courses that like you absolutely like, can't drive it poorly. Like right. Pines, you can't really drive it poorly. <laughs> and Phoenix can't really drive it poorly. He says he could finish there. Yeah. So I don't know, like TBC River Highlands. You can't well. drive it poorly there. I don't know. Um, yeah. All right. I'm surprised that Shane Lowry doesn't have it as good of ownership just because he's been better lately, but you're right. The core sister here is bad. So oh, it's bad, bad. So I, I mean, I, I look back at 2021. He just wasn't playing all that good coming in, you know, and yeah. then he, but then he turned it around at Sawgrass. So I don't know. Um, but I mean, I know talking about Lowry, like, you know, like I, I remember talking about like for the masters, he was never mm-hmm. all that good. He suddenly was good. Yeah. So maybe the fact he's kind of turned around his swing, he's been really bad with a putter though. Um, it seems like this should be a Shane Lowry golf course because he's pretty yeah. accurate off the tee and the irons are good. Yeah. One at Wentworth, so he should be good here. So, I don't know. I guess that joke didn't land. Um, sorry, I I I was re- I just realized Cam and Moonoff were in the yeah they're they're going back and forth. Hi guys, how you doing? All right, so so judgment free zone for Ricky Fowler, right? Yes. Okay. A lot of really good courses, like Rory, they've been successful at a lot of different go- go- the same golf courses that's been you know used to correlate success at Bay Hill. So, for example, Quail Hollies won there, won at TBC Boston, won a Players Championship, you know, won a Honda Classic. Um, he's got a couple top five finishes here, and he's been playing just really, really good golf. It's kind, of, it reminds me a lot of what Jason Day's doing right now, as far as like off the tee. You know, he's kind of vacillated back and forth between like you know, some losing weeks and gaining weeks, but like overall, you know, he's got some pop off the tee hit. He's gaining a lot of fairways as well. The iron play has been just really tremendous. Um, He's had some spike putting weeks, you know, some down weeks as well. But I mean, I, I, I can see like Ricky being in in the mix this week. 
Okay. Uh, I'll just give in his track record here, his track record in Florida. The fact that he, I've seen him do well at other Arnold Palmer golf courses. Um, yeah. The ownership is a little high, though, but I, I, I do like him this week. He's a Jupiter guy too, right? Isn't he, he lives down in Jupiter, right? Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, he plays out a medalist. Uh, actually, I think I referenced this, uh, Rick Shields, the, the golf uh, vlogger, yeah, uh, right. played um, around with Ricky Fowler, and uh, he looked good. Okay. I mean, obviously, it's a laid-back round of golf, but, like, everything was pretty still. solid. Yeah. yeah I like so, it. I, so I'm not surprised that his game is as good as what it has been doing right now. He's had a lot of swing changes, and obviously, it's, it's, it's helping right now. Um, Seamus Power's not drawing a lot of ownership, but he's just playing good. Man, like, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, he's played this once and he bombed out, but that was when Seamus Power just kind of went into purgatory. Like, yeah. he, he was really good at all these easy events, and then he went to Phoenix, and he sucked. And he went to Riviera, and he sucked. And he went here, and he sucked. <laughs> but he was, I, he played Phoenix, right? And he was, I think he was, like, what, top 20? He was top 20. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah T20 okay. Phoenix, T14 in Riviera. So now he's actually starting to do it. On, he's a better, he's a better golfer now. He, than, he is. I mean, yeah. and, and, after that, and he had a good showing at Sawgrass. He had a good showing at the Masters. He went top ten at Southern Hills, and um, I mean the I, the proximity numbers are pretty bad for him. But he's really good around the green. He's a good putter on Bermuda. Doesn't have a lot of three putt scores well in the par fives. Um, I mean that's 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 pretty good for seventy four hundred dollars with not drawing a lot of ownership. So yeah, he hasn't been doing good here. I think he needed to take his his uh, his performance last year with a little bit of context. Um, I know I ragged on the guy a couple of podcasts ago, but seventy one hundred dollars Taylor Morey kind of does some stuff yeah, for yeah. you know yeah. really good driver. Um, you know around the green game, it's nothing special, but it's not horrible. Uh, you know decent putter, positive on Bermuda. So the iron play has been pretty good lately. Now drawn, I don't think he's drawn a lot of ownership. Uh, I think no. he had like a top forty finish last year, so that's okay. Um, that's basically about it, though. I mean, obviously, I'm still kind of digesting with the weather and stuff, but yeah. those are the guys that stuck out to me. So on the on the higher side of the 7K range, I like, let's see, how high do I like? So if Corey Connors ownership stays this low, I'll consider it just because of the course history. Yeah, he's been bad, though. I know. That's why I said I'll consider it. Yeah. Like, I'm not excited <clears throat> about it. Right. Um, I don't know what to do with Chris Kirk. You know, they, I mean, as far as backing up the win last week, yeah, like I, listen, I don't need him to fucking win at seventy seven hundred. He's got two two top fives, right? In the last last two times here, like yeah. he obviously likes fucking playing in Florida. Like, but what does one win after eight years do to somebody? Like playing, I'm just a psychiatrist, but I don't know. I, I mean, know. it's it's trying to it's like trying to figure out what these guys are doing. Wind, who knows? Yeah, that's fair. All right, so I mean, you know, he's he's not partying afterwards, which is nice. That's fair. That might be that might be a plus. It would be. Would be. Yeah. But, so, but, uh, you're, but you're right as far as like what happens if like like does he lose his edge? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with him yet. Uh, I'm playing Keegan unless he's in the bad split. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He didn't look good in Genesis, but he looked good other than that. He's great he's been, here. He's been awesome here. Yeah, it's every because he's everything you want. It's right. fucking straight and long and fucking good long iron player. And if nobody can putt, fucking great. And now he can actually putt. So yeah, we'll I, honestly, <laughs> like looking at, like a lot of the courses I like looked at, like fifth at players last year, second at Dallas Bar, great history at uh, Bay Hill, um, yep. seventh at Doral in Florida, some decent finishes yep. at uh, TBC Boston. Yep, not bad, yep. man. <sighs> Fuck, you're gonna take all my money this week. All right, and then um. Judgment free over here. Yes, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Um, I wanted to play Woodland, but he's too chalky. Um, and plus, Bear Off would fucking never let me hear the end of it. So I'll go to uh, I'll go to my brand, uh, the Ear, because uh, if it's windy as fuck, he plays well in it. And uh, I know you love when I say that. And uh, but he's yeah, long off. You, you, can't, you can't really back that up with facts. You just say it's. Windy. I know. I just no, say because you, you're like I, I test and I can't refute that. I test. Because it's just exactly. your personal exactly. opinion I, of that. Point. It's my feelings. It's my feelings. It's my yeah. feelings. Yeah, and you always reference um, the wrong Euro Tour tournament. I know, I do. Before. I know. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. Yep. The, uh, you know my memory is shit for the most part. The uh, But listen, he's long off the box, like good around the green, can drain pots. Like, yeah, I mean, that worked, that worked last year here. So, yeah. Why yeah, not roll that back again? Yeah. Why not, man? And then I'm, I'm actually going to go back to Min Wooly, like, Okay. He did fine. Like he did fine. Wasn't he wasn't crazy. Like I mean, it was stupid for me to bet him outright at that fucking number, but I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um 
I mean, I could have got the winner from five points left. He he was the new so, toy, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's just bad around the green. I mean, he was fine off the box. Like he was he was fine off the box, just fucking just couldn't get up and down. So I don't know. And if everybody's not getting up and down, maybe we'll have a, like a Hovland situation. Once he got he's seventy three hundred, and he's going to be less than five percent owned. I'll take it. Um, okay. And then I was with I'm with you on more. And that's oh, a rider. I want to play Sam Ryder again. Although I'm, I want to find out a little bit more why he withdrew. withdrew. Where did he withdraw from? Um, was it Honda last, last week? week? Yeah, the Honda. Maybe he knew he was going to play Bay Hill and decided he wanted a week off. Maybe. I hope so. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, he's pretty high in the Ferris Cup points standings right now because he had that really good finish at Tory and wasn't he yeah. good at... Uh... Yeah, he's, dude, yeah, two top 20s, man, at Phoenix and Genesis. Yeah, he is 52nd in the FedEx Cup, although it's it's top 70 this year. 70, but, yeah, but still. I mean, he knew he was going to be in the player. Yeah, that would have been five straight weeks of him playing. So yeah, he probably yeah. just thought. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going back. I'm going, I'm going back to Ryder. Okay. I like him at seven K. He makes some shit fit. Um, All right. So yeah, I like him. Okay. All right. How about under $7,000? So you like, all right. So my favorite play. Okay. <laughs> is, is ZJ. I'm going back to Zach Johnson. I mentioned him last week and he fucking T12s, man. Like, and you would think, that he did wouldn't fit well here, but he's got a decent course history here, and I know it's a different yeah from like 1982. No, you stop it. it uh, stop it. Hang on, let me pull it. The uh, Zach Johnson. Yeah, okay, it's not the best, but he's 6,500 and make the cut. He like, consistently make he, cut makes cut. You're right. It's, it's it's a fifth place in 2016, a ninth place. Yeah, so basically when ZJ was relevant, but yeah. you're right. I mean he's. <laughs> He hasn't Makes missed a cut here in a long time because yeah. he has a because he hits a lot of fairways and he's good around the green and this isn't really yeah. a driver heavy golf course so yeah I can I I guess I can smell what you're cooking yeah it's just it's just so to make some shit fit because I was looking at I was looking at Hoffman again <laughs> <laughs> has his live con did his live contract never come through. I guess not. Like God, he would be I don't perfect know. over there. And plus, he just saw he just had Charles Howell the third, who dominates Mayakoba win over there. He's probably kicking himself because he probably he, he's a former he's a former winner Mayakoba. He probably would have won the last week. Got, got him seven million bucks like CH three did. Unfucking believe Jesus Christ. Good for him. Good for him, man. Whatever. Good, like, yeah, you, I mean, who cares? Yep. Tiger made him a lot of money, and then now. Uh, <laughs> Greg Norman and Liv Golf in the South in Saudi Arabia made him a lot of Just money. Doubled so. his like career earnings, career wins. Yeah, he's made like weekend. sixty million dollars like career earnings in like PG Tour, and then and that, that's I, probably off, but it's he, a lot of money for for Charles. Howard. Yeah, that's a shit ton of money. Yeah. So, so I, so I, they were saying like his winnings. I guess they were talking about the tournaments he won was like three, three point four, three point five. I guess I wasn't thinking about all the top tens, top twenties, all that bullshit. Right. Um. Anyways, he made fucking thirty million dollars on the tour. I think he did. All right, you keep talking. I'll look up Charles Howell the Third's uh, career earnings on the PGA Tour. Unbelievable. All right. Um, Jesus, I gotta get my daughter to take golf more seriously. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I was thinking about going back to Bramlett too. Um, okay. Yeah, he faded over the weekend, but I don't mind that. I don't mind him. Is he sixty seven hundred and like? You know, Smalley's going to be chalky. I'm going to avoid any of the chalk down here. Cam Davis is appropriately priced at 6700 <laughs> to miss the cut. Um, God, what happened to that guy? I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> He's still good at the stat, stat stuff, but holy hell. I mean, it's it's mostly the putter. I guess over the last 12 rounds, he's lost 1.6 strokes putting. Who? I don't mind Pendrith here. Yeah, why is Pendrith only 6900 bucks? He's not drawing a lot of ownership either. I mean, he hasn't. I mean, T7 at. Pebble, and other than that, he hasn't done shit in a while. I know, I mean, but like, it's just, I think it's that feels appropriate in this field. I think he's yeah, talented, I mean, and I all right. I, I think mean, Francesco Molinari is talented, but I think he's appropriately priced at sixty dollars. I mean, he's making he's making cuts at least. Yeah, so I'm yeah. I'm cool with that for six nine hundred dollars. Taylor Pendrith. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely not on Benny Ann fucking chalk. Like you know. Yeah, that um, usually goes that very that that, that, that will never turn out well. No, probably not going back to, not, going back to not. Cole. Yeah, not going back to Cole, who did it all with his putter. Cool story. Like, whatever. Thank you, no. Yeah. Um, Kitty Yama's interesting, but 
I think I could skip on him too. I just think my guys down here. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Who I said. That's it. I, I mean, I, and I'll take a look at the wave splits and see if there's anything else. But like Ben Griffin's like the fucking Uber chalk down here. I'm not playing a fucking nine percent Ben Griffin. No. That's, no, that's uh, too bad. I, I like fuck- I like Ben Griffin. He's always chalk. Can everybody stay off my guy? <laughs> so yeah, I like I like I like Bramlett there. I mean, even he, he's a little high owned for a fucking six K guy. I figured Hodges and Riley would have fucking took some of the ownership. Um, but like, let's just say Tuesday, Monday. Today's Monday. So we still got a couple days, right. and I'll play ZJ. I know that for a fact. I was toying with the fact of playing with Lipsky, but I feel like that ship sailed. Be- DK fucked me on him. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm done with, I'm done with Sig for a little bit. I'm done with Lauer for a little bit. Okay. I could, I could talk myself into Glover, but there's no reason to go down here. You don't need to go to 6,100. Get the fuck out of here. You okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you. A lot of names you named, a lot of guys you named. Uh, I'll just throw one more out. Patrick Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6,900 bucks. Uh, made the cut here in six or seven events, including a T24 in 2020, a T18 T- in uh, 2017, uh, you know, T14 of Phoenix, some good fin- finishes last fall. I mean, he's missed the cut in three of his last four, which isn't ideal, but, um, you know, a guy that is pretty good around the green and a good putter, doesn't make a lot of three putts, you know, that can probably work here. And the fact he's had a lot of, you know, Decent course history here. It doesn't seem like he's drawn a lot of ownership either. I kind of like that. Uh, by the way, Charles Howell III, PG Tour official earnings, $42 million. Unfucking believable. Thank you, Tiger Woods. And I believe he's only won once, I think. Or no. No. no, no. Three, three times. Three, three times. times. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. The only reason I even knew that is because I heard that stupid shit today about, like, fucking. I would never have known oh, that he won three times. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, now it's four. He was like. So. Congratulations, Charles Alvo, for third on your fourth win. He made like 3.5 or something, like right, right in the low threes for all those PGA Tour victories and whatever he made with this, the team and all this other shit. Did you notice that shit about the live thing too, by the way? Like I was just trying to check my fucking, my, my top tens and uh, the stupid best and the first thing they put up is the teams. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm I, like, I gotta click on. I gotta click. I gotta click on the players. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your team. Stop. F- Fetch isn't gonna happen, Liv. It's not gonna happen. We only care about the fucking players. Great reference. It, they, they desperately want to sell the franchise rights, so that's why yeah. they're pushing the teams. Oh yeah, dude. Some of those articles. We were texting about it. We're gonna take a piece of the four aces, right? <laughs> exactly. For seventeen dollars and thirty two cents. It's a fair. It's, exactly. it's probably the fair value of uh, all the assets there. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the team concept's not going to work unless like everybody on the team is like good, and even then, it probably won't work. So I, 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 even... I, I feel like though internationally, because F one is more popular, and yeah. that has a team element to it. I feel like internationally, that probably would play a little better because Americans are selfish and just all out for themselves. So they only want <laughs> to care about the individual. It's probably why there's been more backlash here than maybe other places, but well, still, like I mean, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm, I lean, I lean pretty heavy left, and uh, yeah, even I don't give a shit. It, about it, that, it's so. it's hard to get behind these teams when there's like isn't there teams really in NASCAR? Players. Aren't there teams in NASCAR? There are. It's not quite as important though. It's mostly about the driver. Like there's constructor uh, there's constructor right. championships, but I don't care. no one cares don't. about it. But in no, F one, the constructor championship is hugely important. So again, the international stuff, I feel like that's more that's what it's more geared towards, not uh Budweiser's drinking uh Americans. America. Bud heavy, baby. Let's go. America. Mm. <laughs> there you go. All right. Fucking uh you got anything else? No, that's it. I'm hoping to get some tea times. Uh, little firmer weather forecast. I have only <laughs> two outrights. I will complete them by tomorrow night show when we'll have Joe Idoni here. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm I'm not completing anything until I know the fucking tea times and weather. Splits. We'll, we'll know I'll that. We'll I'm... know that tomorrow. I think. Maybe. I th- we're going to know tea times at least. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Okay. I just didn't want to. I don't want to lie to the people. I thought you were talking about tea times for you. I was like, you got snow. You ain't fucking golfing. <laughs> no, no. We should know tea times for the Bay Hill probably uh, early afternoon. Tomorrow. Four o'clock. Yeah, four o'clock yeah. is typically when I'm because I'm always like, when the fuck are the tea times out? Um, you're antsy. You're not patient. 
No, I'm not Patriots. I got to start fucking figuring out who I want for first round leader. And... Oh, boy. Rory. Yes, because... probably. No, I think he's done it here twice. So just single bullet Rory then. <laughs> That's, that is less than <laughs> optimal. <Okay. laughs> All, right. All right. right. So we got, we got Joe Idoni tomorrow night. Uh, tune in for that. Uh, other than that, yeah, man, a lot of this shit depends on weather guys. And uh, so pay attention. Uh, come chat with us in, uh, in the Discord. Um, yeah, we'll try to keep you updated on that. But yeah, it looks like, uh, as of right now, uh, it looks like. Friday PM is going to get fucking destroyed. So that's really, uh, it's really going to shift a lot of stuff. And uh, listen, weather stacking, like everybody will talk about it and then people will start building and get uncomfortable with it. And like whenever I've done a good weather stack, TPC, who was the last place I did that where I cleaned up? Um, I don't know, whatever. Like you'll, people who are smarter than me will put out like the, the percentages of who did actual weather stacks. And everybody talks about it and it always comes in like sub 20% of the entire fucking tournament. Did weather stack. So you can really gain yourself a leverage there. Um, so yeah, I would definitely uh pay attention to the weather and, and once the tea times come out, start studying some of these fucking scrubs you might not want to play, but might be in that good wave stack. So other than that, see you boys and girls here tomorrow to uh chop up the betting card with our boy Joe Idoni. Break them fucking DFS books. Ha!